0: And welcome back to the ninth episode of the lab. Uh, sitting with me today is Father Weirig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a pastor. <laughs> I know. And Alex Strotter. Um, gonna hit you guys with a little bit of a kind of a Q&A today, kind of asking Brandon and Alex a little bit of what they think about functional fitness. So it's kind of a new. Fad term that's kind of come around here in the last few years, kind of rose up to prominence um, when CrossFit kind of came into bay. And uh, people were kind of trying to put functional fitness in kind of a variety of different definitions. And I'm just going to kind of read a few here that I've just kind of found. Um, first one is just from the Trifecta website. They have a What is Functional Fitness? and they have it as um, it's used to promote the idea that strength training and muscle memory built during workouts will translate into everyday life. Um, Then they go on to say that in everyday lives, really, not everybody, um, we need strength, mobility, and balance. So that's how they define it. Uh, Going over to OPEX's website, um, they have what is functional strength training defined and sample workouts in there. Um, So they just kind of define it as a form of exercise that focuses on developing strength and patterns that are used in everyday life. This type of training involves free weights, gymnastic movements, and aerobic training. The word functional highlights how this type of training helps build a body that is better suited for the requirements of daily life, and strength underlies how this type of training creates a body that is better at producing force. So, a little bit of a different definition. Um, and then going over to Anytime Fitness's website, um, they go on to define it basically as a type of strength training that... Readies your body for daily activities, so sensing a little bit of a trend there. Um, But then they go on to basically say that the exercises equip you for the most important type of physical fitness, that kind that preps you for real life, which no definition on that one. Um, Daily living stuff, like daily living stuff, by the way, guys. Um, Bending, twisting, lifting, loading, pushing, pulling, squatting, and hauling. Most of these functional fitness contains multi-joint movement patterns that involve your knees, hips, spine, elbows, wrists, and shoulders, which all build strength and improve your range of motion. It all comes down to being practical, but don't mistake that for boring. So, after reading those definitions off for you all, um, hit me with it. What comes to the top of your mind when I start reading off?
1: Well, what do you think of functional fitness first of all? You want me to start?
2: Absolutely.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the definition of that changes every year. Um, all of a sudden. it's always been kind of like your your exercises for your uh, daily activities and stuff like that and seems like when I was in school, it was uh, we just kind of talked about the seven movements: your push, your pull, your squat, your hinge, your lunge, rotation, and then we always threw in like basic gait patterns for the seventh, uh, but it always was body weight stuff. You know, so n- and now they're trying to throw in okay the, the strength portion of it, which is just a traditional mm-hmm. style of training. Um, the way we always explained it was pretty much the difference between traditional and, and functional. Just you have a barbell, you have dumbbells, you have all this stuff, and now you can kind of see that for a certain clientele, mm-hmm. functional is is there, but that clientele I feel is is kind of small. And your anytime fitnesses and things like that are kind of losing uh, a big population on that. So now they're trying to sit here and they're throwing in the weight stuff of it, which is just kind of just a traditional strength training. Thank you. Um, and then, not something I do a whole lot with. Uh, I'm, I might. I don't do a whole lot of FMS stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But I'll, I'll do, like, a, an overhead squat. This is kind of, I mean, you can just sit there and you can learn a lot about somebody's mobility from uh, body weight, functional style movements. Mm-hmm. Figure out where weaknesses are. Figure out what side of the body's tighter. Ankles, hips, knees, things like that. Um, <laughs> shoulders, <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's that's where I'll start. and I'll let Alex kind of bounce off that or put his input in.
2: No, I think I think you covered a lot of what i was going to say um i think it comes down to like a very niche market so as far as uh, functional training i would maybe do that to an extent with like some of the kids that are under 10 11 12 just because i want to see like how their bodies are reacting uh under certain stresses and under certain movements um but the thing about it is, is like kids are very adaptive, so all you really gotta do is like show them once, maybe twice, and they have better range of motion than anybody I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. You know, so true. That's a plus. Um, obviously, like older patients, you know, you're getting into like your geriatrics and stuff like that, because um, obviously you can't you can't break down their muscles to the point because their their hormones levels are like so changing and so drastic. Of a drop that if you break down their muscles enough, then you know they're not going to get that recovery time. Well, then now you have uh, Gertrude that can't do her freaking hair, you know, because her arms are shot. So then she doesn't want to leave the house, and then it just spirals down from there. But I don't know, I think it's a marketing tool, I think it's crap that um, the way that some of these companies are wording the exercises and wording the uh, training methodolo- methodologies. Good lord, that's a big word. <laughs> Another
0: stroke for Alex. No,
2: I think that was the energy train talking. <laughs> um, that it just it, it just makes people think that they're doing something productive when in reality you're not. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you have to cause the body stress in order to adapt and overcome and with changes. You, know, you you can get better mobility mm-hmm. by. Like, using more weight to push you into that range of motion further, you know, there's a, there's a laundry list of things. True. Very I, true. I just hate it because I feel like it just takes advantage of people. Yeah. That's where I'm at. So, we, yeah. we use it, we
1: kind of mix it into our, our training with the kids, but it's um either warm up, you know, you can warm up for bench doing push-ups, yeah. you can just do a couple air squats, get your legs and knees kind of going mm-hmm. for uh squats or deadlifts and then it's i'll use it more as a finisher than anything yeah i mean there's nothing worse than you've already kind of maybe gassed out you know your your chest and shoulders and you know triceps just say like a full upper body push day, and then you know all of a sudden you got do two sets of as many push-ups as you can do uh-huh. or something like that i even do um just body weight lunges i mean you can get a great metabolic effect going from like just a five ten minute window of just straight lunges We'll definitely use it for that, and knees, yeah. hips, hamstrings. Um, I have
2: started noticing as you've been doing that with a few yeah. kids, and it's all carried over to a, a lot. Even when, I've noticed when they started going to the speed portions that, like, you're handling, they're moving better. They're getting yeah, more range. Get your, yeah. You
1: get your hips and, and shoulders and stuff all to rise together. I mean, it translates into a sprint very well. Yeah. You're going to have to have the, the hips and the and the hamstring strength to be able to do that. And, and things like that people don't realize that a lot of it's for them it's just uh it's a mind game like okay i'm gonna do, do this one thing it's not quite like your your yeah. squat to kettlebell where you switch it you got yeah. five minutes of that it's just one thing and we got a, now we got a, a 66 yard strip of turf the old building it was <laughs> 35 yard strip of turf so yeah. you're for five minutes you're just lunging back and forth and it's yeah. a mind game where it's it feels like that whole you're tired and stuff <laughs> but it's like you've done three down the backs and it's been a minute and a half and you're just like Mm-hmm. Kind of got to go to that place a little bit, and then, you know, maybe next week you go from five minutes to seven and a half, and then we try to maximize it around ten minutes. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, uh, the <laughs> they go from having a hard time walking week one to, you know, you add time, and then it's like nothing. And then yeah. you do ten minutes, uh, or ten minutes, week three, and then it's like, okay, I'm not even sore anymore. So kind of like that that mental aspect of, okay, yep. I can do that, and then we'll see the difference too.
2: And they, they almost chase it when... When it's removed, so they chase that feeling now. Mm-hmm. Like they they're putting more intensity and effort into their their lips with the weights because they understand that oh hey I can go to that place and nothing bad happens.
1: I'm safe here, mm-hmm. even though it sucks. But uh, you can probably, you probably use it more than definitely more than we do. I mean, yeah, we're lucky enough that we can fill our whole day with just straight up sport mm-hmm. performance athletes to where. Mm-hmm. I mean, we do have a couple girls with on crutches right now, and I'm sure that whenever you go from an ACL to a, you take away the the locked yep. 180 degree brace away, and then you got to ease back into a squat, I'm sure that's something that you can go into more detail.
0: I don't know if I would necessarily call that like functional training though.
2: I functionally want to use my leg again, Lou. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, functionality and then what they're kind of defining, though, I feel like is a little different. Like, in terms of, like, functional, like, strength training. That, to me, I don't know. I just feel like it's, like, a misnomer where, like, I could have someone that, let's say they're having a really hard time standing up from a chair. We could have them do a few bridges. We start working on standing up after that. It's a lot easier. Oh, that's funny. Was there anything functional about the bridge that we did? no, I just took someone who was really weak and now all of a sudden it translates into that functional movement pattern. Like, that's why I've never been, like, married to the FMS either. Mm. I do not like the scoring system. I've never liked how they put it as, like, a functional movement because it's, like, technically all the movements you do in life
2: are. You just standing there is functional. Yeah. Your your abs are engaged or you're going to crap your pants. Like, it's, I don't know. Like,
0: kind of, like, going off, like, what you were saying, it's a marketing tool. So, like, as soon as someone sees, like, and honestly, I think when people see that word functional, they think that it's going to be something like super special. Mm-hmm. And now it's going to be like something better that they're not going to have to work as hard for because whatever they're picking and choosing is better than what a, a regular strength training program is going to be. And that's just not the case. It's the, the the fact that they even included gymnastic movements in one of those definitions was a little odd to me because, I mean, not many people are going to want to try gymnastic movements.
2: Correct. correct. Like no, right I mean, I yeah, I have a puma horse at the end of my bed. <laughs> you know, I have rings just randomly throughout the house. Some people do. You enjoy
0: yeah. your style, man. Some yeah. people do. Um, it, I just think that you were saying the marketing tool is there. I guess I mean, even looking at like um, you know, big big bodybuilding guy. Well, was really big into CrossFit, but now he has this. Uh, so his name is Marcus Philly. He has this program. He has Revival Strength out in California. He has this program called Functional Bodybuilding. But when you look at it, it's really just isolation exercises that he's labeled now as functional. But it's really just about targeting the weak areas and applying it and then building an intensity to a CrossFit program. So, like, seeing that and how they've kind of, like, almost – I don't want to say manipulate because manipulate it's not, like, the right way. But, like, they've marketed it in such a way to almost, like, persuade people to give it a shot – Cause let's be honest in certain regards to CrossFit, they don't necessarily always train isolation movements. They're really good on compound and Olympic lifting and they get into the gymnastic movements. But sometimes when people have a weakness, they are not as keen to go into that isolation training and actually work on that weakness and then apply it to their compound movements. Mm-hmm. So like, that's why I have to, sometimes the people I see, we just start working on like, let's say overhead catching absolutely sucks. And I work on external rotation strength, lat flexibility. Next thing you know, they can catch in the overhead. No problem. Um, that, I think, is just, for some reason, just goes over the head. I don't understand why. Um, so that's why I think when they start labeling it as, like, a functional kind of thing, it just kind of cracks me up. Because
1: mm-hmm. it's really just strength training just broken down even further. Well, it's like everything. You have, you start out, like, functional, okay, that only maybe gets to so many people, and then all of a sudden you want to advance it, so maybe you're going to try to go from a functional to a high-intensity interval training. Mm-hmm body weight, things like that. Mm-hmm. And also that's kinda you want to advance even more, so you go CrossFit. So pretty much what CrossFit is is a high interval, high intensity interval training. Now you're at a barbell. Yeah. And then you're just gonna keep you're always gonna they've got things so many too many subcategories just to tra- to target each person yeah. instead of just calling it training. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with you on that. I think sometimes, you know, you could you could even break down even more. And well, yeah, that, 100%. Like, way more. Um,
1: but No, I agree with you. I think a well-rounded training program has all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we even us, we target. We've got <clears throat> all those uh, components into all, all of our uh, training programs. Like, we have aspects of bodybuilding. We have aspects of uh, the high-intensity interval training. We have Olympic lifts. We have compound movements to work on different uh, weaknesses, and we just kind of target all of that based off what the athlete needs. That's how we kind of arrange our, our programs.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's definitely pretty nice to have all of that all in one. Um, I know I wish people would stop breaking down like training into like CrossFit. Olympic, I mean, depending on what you want to compete in, I mm-hmm. guess. Depending on that.
2: Sport um, specific That's what we really rely on. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what a joke.
0: But, like, you know, for, like, the general public, but, like, you don't have to, like, you don't have to do CrossFit. You don't have to do Olympic weightlifting. You can do powerlifting. Like, you can do whatever in, you enjoy, but at the end of the day, like, if you just want to be, like, you know, generally in shape, if you're just lifting heavy all the time, you're not really ever addressing cardio, things of that nature. Like, I've got a few, like, guys, construction workers, stuff like that, who guy can lift like 200 pounds no problem i haven't walked on a treadmill for five minutes he is winded like crazy
2: that's not true <laughs> <laughs> i got so, a little bit of gpp
0: so it's like things like that so i'm, I'm gonna, gonna
2: sweat a lot but i'll get it done
0: <laughs> But like i wish that that was available to the general public like that kind of knowledge don't like no like okay cardiovascular power you know strength overall strength i mean you could even break that strength down into speed as well mm-hmm. um
1: but then like I just feel like it's lost. It's, I don't know. could be better. Social media plays a huge role in that. Yeah. I mean, you sit there and watch all these people doing this, 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 and this. You know, you got the world's strongest man. Then you got, like, David Goggins. Then you got Mark Wahlberg's, like, 7 at 3 a.m. type thing. I mean, it's, I mean, everybody has. Yeah, it's true. Everybody wants a certain body, but either they're never going to be able to achieve it because they don't have the genetics for it, let alone the, the um, Work capacity or the the discipline to get there, um, and things like that. So I mean, it's there's nothing wrong with just being healthy. Thank you. Everybody wants just like the. Which I, mean, I mean, I'm in that category so the, of wanting to be the, you know take everything to the next level. But when you get it comes to the day where you're gonna you have the rest of your life, you know. I mean, you still want to if you want to be able to play with your kids at 30 and grandkids at 60. Did and, you say at 30. I'll be 28, 29, but that's
0: God, I mean. I'm 31. You made me sound like I'm just like an ancient, like
1: crypt keeper.
2: <laughs> you play through kids at 30. Hey, I'm 31.
1: I've already got friends having back surgery at 27. Christ, can always be worse. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's... that's not good. That's not good at all.
0: Dear Lord. Mm. So, no, but we pretty much nailed that. That's pretty good. Yeah. I think I would want to see like a more concrete definition if they're gonna keep using functional fitness, not everybody throwing their own ten cents on what it is.
2: I I don't know if you can. Yeah. I mean, you know, like my my functional fitness is gonna be different than what yours is required and what Brandon's is required. You know, that it's it's different for everybody, just like everybody's body is different, how they handle stress is different, how their food intake is different, and how You know, it it changes based upon, like, the genetics, you know, your metabolism. There's there's a ton of stuff that's so different. But, I don't know. If you're just not, if you're just pushing yourself in any capacity in some sort of um, workout regimen, then your body's going to change. And, like, that's functional for you. And like, that's, that's what like the, that's what I think just needs to be explained. This is a, this is a functional training for you specifically.
1: So. Yeah, I was at the, uh, I was actually I at the doctors earlier this week. Yep. Guy's 72, I think he was. Mm-hmm. And he said he just started having a personal trainer start coming to his house. And in the last month, he's kind of just, just some just some basic dumbbell work, nothing crazy. Just moving. Increases uh cardiovascular fitness and he said just his his energy level just throughout the day at this, his office is just gone through the roof. Yeah, And that's at seventy two years old. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. How many people want to start fitness at that age? Well the dude's a picture on the wall of the family, it, it was growing and growing. I mean I think there was like twenty some. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Holy I think crap. he had like five or six kids and you know, at that point I think he had ten or twelve grandkids and mm-hmm. You want to keep up. If you slow down, if you stop, you're just going to, you're going to, at that age, you're very quickly just going to decline. Makes a lot of sense.
2: But I think that's, that's, everybody has a different, um, wake up call. Yeah. You know, like there's, I don't know, you get, you get to that age and then suddenly like you're down on the ground, like playing with your green, this is from like an experience that like my friend's dad had, um. You know, his his dad was probably 60, 65, but had worked construction his whole life, so he went down on the ground to play with, like, his his first grandkid and just, like, struggled getting back up. And Uh did that, like, two or three times, and suddenly, like, he went to PT and stuff like that, but... Wait, he went where? He went to PT. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. But, and then just started, like, from there, like, progressing, so then now he does, like, a little bit more of, like, a routine and all that, but... You know, it's just a generation thing. Like, my grandpa, you, you might as well kick rocks if you try to get him to do anything. <laughs> no no know, chance. Like, it's just not going to happen. there. His pain thresholds through the roof, like, he, he doesn't ever think anything's wrong with him. You know, like, I, I've literally witnessed him changing a tire and just ripped his whole bicep off. And looks down at it and goes, that's going to hurt. <laughs> and then just, like, went and got a new wrench and just cranked it with the other arm. It's just like, oh, okay. Like, you're just built different. like. Oh, my God. But it, it's just, I don't know. I think it's just a generation thing. I think um, wow. when our generation potentially gets older, it'll either be a drastic change. It'll either be like a 50 50 split down the middle. You're going to have 50% of us that just aren't going to do shit all the time until they're dead. And then 50% of us is going to just try to squeeze out another month or two of life, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and hopefully, like, you know, make it like worth living because I I tell Steph all the time like if I'm if I'm down to where like an old age where like I can't move on my own I can't wipe my own ass like that kind of thing like I have to rely on somebody else to dress me just like take me out back and shoot me Mm -hmm. so I'd rather die oh yeah Yeah. that got graphic quick I was gonna say you made it really dark (laughs) real fast
1: Uh holy
0: crap no but uh no it's pretty good um I think in terms of next week guys we'll probably get a little bit more into uh some of the Q and A's again. Um probably put out another little post about little questions, maybe if you guys want to kinda of see that. Um This but, will
2: be the first post of twenty twenty
0: three. Oh jeez, you're right. Unless you do it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right.
2: Yeah, right, dude. Luke can't have it that fast.
0: <laughs> hey. He can. You know what time I have available to me, I'm pretty good. That's but, very um, true, but uh no guys, we will see you next year. uh hope everyone has a happy new year. I hope everyone had a happy christmas uh or hanukkah, whatever you celebrate yeah. Um, but yeah, take care, everyone. go bucks. <laughs>